This podcast may contain mild, coarse language, but nothing to be stressed about. Anyway, let's get on with another toilet joke. What's big and brown and behind the wall? Humpty's dump. Okay, even with the laughter, it's still not funny. All right, here we go. Let's get on with the show. Toilet talk, toilet talk. Listen to us on the toilet. Tricks, there's news out of the US at the moment. A house has had 311 complaints about dog poo being outside of it. I can smell it from here. The lady who actually lives in the house, she claims that Mm. the neighbour next door is a little bit nutty and is the one calling all the time, making a fuss about it, and she complains even when she does normal things around the yard. But it is the record of the most amount of complaints in relation to a dog poo incident. There's got to be something in that, doesn't there? Well, Um, some of the neighbours are trying to defend this lady and saying, hang on, we're just down the road from a cemetery. There is beautiful areas to walk dogs and a lot of people bring their dogs to this area and don't clean up afterwards. Uh, So tricky situation. Yeah, it is a tricky one, you know. 311 complaints is extraordinary and you would think that it probably does sound like the work of a mad woman. (laughs) It does, it does. So the lady who lives at the property, she she confesses. She's got a hose and a bucket of soapy water and, and she picks it up. But somehow this still hasn't been enough to stop 300. Hundred and an eleven complaints. Yeah, I'm feeling like there might be a personality clash as well as does seem like that maybe dog more excrement accurate. as well. Just to add on to this issue, they may already have, but we don't know her. We can't judge, really, can we? Can't judge at all. No. So, tricks in 2019. Why does everything have to be smart? Our watches, our phone, and now our toilets. Correct. They're designing a smart toilet to what? What do you think they're going to do with it? Probably not what you're thinking, though. Do you think it's a smart toilet in regards to, like, Google Home, where you can ask it questions and go, go, Mm. smart toilet, tell me what is Mm. 43 divided by 7.324? Which I'm not exactly sure why you'd want to know that equation, but (laughs) somebody may, maybe an engineer, I don't know. Somebody might. So Um, is that what we're doing? They're making smart toilets that can answer us? uh, Well, it won't be speaking to you, but... um, um, they're designing a smart toilet to collect and analyse your urine, which oh. contains some 4,500 metabolites associated with 600 human conditions, including cancer, infections and brain disorders. So our toilets are now going Based, to be like GPs, yes. where we just go and take a bit of a, a whiz yes. and it and comes analyzed. back and says, here, you need to be eating more asparagus. Or you've had too much asparagus. Too much asparagus, more likely. This is a bit whiffy. So it's interesting. Madison researchers hope to add to the growing field of personalised medicine by developing Developing a device based on a common activity, urination. Wow. It makes things seem a lot easier, doesn't it? It's a lot less inconvenience too if you can do that at home and have your results quite quickly. And where is this going to stop though, Tricks? You it's know, probably not. We just seem to want to create technology around us to tell us how to live our lives <laughs> even more. You yeah. know, we've got watches that tell us what time to wake up and then yes. the emails get sent to us and we can communicate yeah. with other people and, and we we've can... got smartphones that basically rule every aspect of our lives, including, you know, turning off and yeah, on like electricity you said, we can, and things like that. We can like sort that. of rule our home and we're not even home. We can set things to come on at certain times. And, and now we're going to rely on yeah. a smart toilet to identify health-related issues. Yeah. Uh, regularly testing people's urine could help individuals see the biological effects of their diet, drinking, 
exercise, sleep and other behaviours. It could also show how people break down medications, alert doctors to unusual levels of concerning compounds. Wow. It's interesting. It sounds like a positive thing. I think it's a positive thing in the world, but I just, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm struggling with the fact that we are evolving <laughs> we so are. quickly. We are. Everything's monitored, big brother, everything else. And now our waste is going to be analysed at the As drop well. of that. Is uh, there anything we're not willing to analyse? No, probably, probably not. Probably ourselves <laughs> and our thoughts. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, maybe our, our thoughts and our, yeah, that's our, our reactions to things, including this new piece of technology. It's here, people use the toilet no matter what, really does not dictate any change in lifestyle. Feces, blood and saliva could also offer clues to monitoring people's health. The medicine so, researchers turn to urine because it's easier to sample and analyse than stools and is right. routinely discharged. Fair enough. It sounds clever. Smart toilets. Where does it all end? It doesn't. Craig's. Yeah. You know how we were speaking on one of our shows about the lady jogger that was defecating in a street nearby a coffee shop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's not the only case of this. This is on the rise. There's yeah. been study into this field. There's uh, People that enjoy defecating in public is now a research. It has become a topic of interest to people, psychologists and anger management specialists. And believe. what are the survey results well, revealing, Tricks? there's... Uh, the latest case involves a businessman from Brisbane, Australia, who has okay. been charged with creating a public nuisance after reportedly failing the same private path up to 30 times. So, much like the jogger, has a preferred path He has a location, obviously. You know, yeah. feels comfortable there. Yes. Brings some degree of serenity to him. Yes. Familiarity, obviously, yes. as well. They've asked a psychologist and an anger management expert, what drives people to drop their pants in public? So, this guy is kind of focusing in here on soft or hard poop which is interesting. Uh, he's worked on cases where burglars, and these are his words, have crapped in the house. Right. And he asks the police whether it's a soft or hard crap, which he gets a strange look and very oh, response from the police. Oh, this is some CSI stuff we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, and his theory is if it's a hard stool, then it's an indication of somebody who's angry and bitter about what he's doing. If it's a soft stool, it's somebody that is a little bit more anxious. But yeah. that doesn't really help identifying no. the culprit. It does. So no. what is this guy doing other than sitting around analysing people's poop? Uh, yeah. Um, and then drawing conclusions on their emotional state. Exactly. While the experts won't comment on individual cases, they agree that serial poopers are often trying to stick two fingers up to the world. Right. So they're pretty much So are, it's a rebellious they? attitude thing, yeah. you think? Yeah. I'm flogging stuff from your house and while I'm here, I'm going to let one slide. And tricks. there's always the explanation too of mental health, which isn't a laughing matter. That's right. There is nothing funny about mental health issues. There is a statement here saying somebody who defecates in public has mental health issues. It's as simple as that. If you're socialised, that's the last thing you would do. I don't necessarily agree with that because I think there are mm. cultures out there where mm. this is a common practice and I don't yeah. think it's fair that you paint that whole umbrella over everybody. Alright, so what do you think about this one? It's been noted that people who defecate in public may have, this is an interesting word, scatological tendencies or a fascination with their own poo. That sounds like it could be true, yes. Don't know. Weird. Weird shit. <laughs> I was thinking back to a Christmas many years ago when we went to our more... Uh, okay, so my relatives lived in a very nice home with okay. beautiful furniture and beautiful gardens. They did have a, a Labrador dog in the backyard. So you're saying these people were proud of their... They're proud homeowners with good quality furnishings. Okay. I wasn't... We 
weren't really from such an environment. Of course, we had such things, but maybe not of such good quality okay. and pride. So we turned up for this Christmas lunch. We were all on our best behaviour and, you know, we all had our manners as we did. As lunch approached and the table had a fair spread put out there, everything that you could ever imagine for Christmas, everything. It looked beautiful. Turkey. It smelt delicious. Yeah, we were all excited and us kids were full of manners and we had our pleases and thank yous going on. Well done. My dad's come in from out in the balcony after a beverage and um, proceeded to sit at the table with the rest of us. And then slowly but surely there was this incredibly strong aroma of dog excrement that wafted in and around the whole dining area. Very strong, like fresh. Fresh. Where did it come from? It was on my dad's shoe. Oh. A little bit of a mystery as to sort of how he obtained that so quickly, given that he really was just on the balcony. But you know what? He must have ducked down into the yard, perhaps just for a couple of seconds. Doesn't sound like his fault. No, because it wasn't our dog's doing, because we travelled in the car prior to that and we had not smelt it. So I think he'd gone down into the yard. Oh. And uh, perhaps stepped in quite a fresh one. So maybe there was a little bit of responsibility on his half of uh, (laughs) making sure that he didn't bring anything into the house. The funny thing was, I guess, is that everyone could smell it. We were all locking... Except for your dad. Look, he had a good nose. So I feel like he did. He probably just didn't want to own it. Um, maybe he was hoping it was one of us kids, you know, because that'd be easier, wouldn't it? Oh, you yeah. Know, kids, what if you stepped in? But no, he he was uh, he was rocking it. And we all looked at each other over the table, you know, over the turkey and through everything else that was there. And just we all kind of agreed that we could smell it, but no one was going to actually ask the question, like who's got it on their shoe or it was the most uncomfortable lunch I've ever sat through. And so how was it finally discovered that it was your father's foot that had obtained the dog poo? Travelling on the way home, dad had, yeah, yeah after lunch, he had discreetly <laughs> wandered off into the corner of the yard with a stick and extracted that excrement from his shoe Uh, uh, and uh, told us all on the way home. And we're in fits of laughter all the way home. And, of course, yeah, we could smell it from the start, Dad. That was terrible. So it was a very memorable Christmas lunch, I'll say that. I imagine it would be. Listen to us on the toilet. So, Tricks, that brings us to the end of another episode. Another one. Gone. And how wonderful it is that we're starting to build a community around us. We are. Of people that are like-minded. Enjoy the same topic of conversation. For sure. And ultimately, isn't that the kind of life that we want to live? We do. We want to We want to share and embrace this topic. So don't forget, you can contact us on email at contact at johntrager.com. You can jump onto our Facebook page, which is... Jump on. Trixie Traeger, I believe. That's correct. And you can uh, leave us a message. Send us some love. Yeah. Have some fun. Positivity. So until next time... Keep it clean. Line. Oh no, here we go. He can't deal with this.